Did I work tonight? <laughs> oh, that was forced. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep that all day. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh... <laughs> it's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. With Matt and John and Mike and Bill. I almost forgot that other Matt too. This podcast is not sponsored by Board Game Geek, by the creator of the game, or any other game company. This podcast is a production of Friday Night Games. Warning, this podcast occasionally contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children, unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for adults, mention of alcohol, which is unsuitable for everyone, and lewd behavior from Bill, which is only suitable for himself. Friday Night Games are a group of friends who play and discuss board games almost every Friday for the last two to three years, and some of us even longer. We are currently picking from a variety of different games and playing them. If this is your first time tuning in, expect discussion of gameplay and not a step-by-step instruction on how to play. Okay, so with us tonight is... John. Other Matt. Mike. Matt. William. All right, so uh, in front of us, we see that we have the game. We're really going to sink our teeth into this one, aren't we, boys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tonight we are playing Jaws, the board game. So uh, why did you choose this game, John? This was your pick. Um, I saw it online, and I thought, A, it looks really cool. Uh, I really love the movie Jaws, and I like the fact that it plays in two acts. Someone is playing as the shark, attacking swimmers. Um, and once we, once the shark uh, eats X amount of people, the game flips and then attacks the crew members on the orca and has to destroy the orca. Um, so where did you find the game? Uh, well, I found it at uh, Target. I mean, sorry, the original notion of the game. Like, Where did you first see it? Oh, I think I saw it on uh, Board Game Geek um, at first. And then uh, looking on Instagram, I saw that people were playing it. it seemed pretty popular and people seemed to enjoy playing it as well. And then, um, so when I found it, I was really excited. Was uh, one of the reasons all the shark puns that you probably saw on Instagram and Twitter? Probably. They're all pretty good. But I bet you other Matt can come up with some better ones. You're kind of like a fish out of water with puns. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we just finished playing the game for the first time. And, uh, yeah. John did really well. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> so let's describe what happened what happened uh i sucked uh, uh you were who i john was the shark okay and therefore that wait wait what was the shark's name the shark what would you <laughs> fighting the bite face because <laughs> when the shark doesn't do well it's not jaws and the shark that shall not be named what would you name him what would i name the shark yeah I don't know. Bruce? I'm going to say gummy. (laughs) According to the gameplay in this game, gummy. Yeah. (laughs) Toothless? I don't know. I like it. (laughs) How to Train Your Dragons reference. The shark is my chum now. So if... um... (laughs) Wow. That was good. Uh, Um... It took me a minute. Wow. I don't even, all right, I guess we're done. We're done. <laughs> That's it. Mic drop. Well, that was great. A great podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Talk to you guys uh, oh, next shit. time. Oh, Sorry, okay. what was your question? Okay, so if you were the shark, uh, Matt's character was... So other Matt was Hooper. Hooper. Yeah. And then we had uh, Menzies and Novi co-op playing uh, Quint. And uh, Bill was uh, Brody. Okay. There we go. We were the quintessential team. Ugh. 
worst. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess uh, we have a new pun person. There on we the go. Team. Nobody's with the singers now. today. Other, other Matt, you've been replaced. <laughs> no, time. Not in my heart. Basically, the game is broken up into two phases, Act 1 and Act 2. Um, so Act 1 was uh, really... Brief. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only got through three rounds, I think. Yeah, four. Four. Yeah, we got through four rounds. Um, I messed up one of my uh, shark power tokens. Um, so basically, I used the token that allowed me to uh, swim to three adjacent spaces. Um, but how the board is laid out, um, your island is cut uh, into multiple areas, but the water around is only split into four. Um, so I, instead of going from the ocean, uh, the outside water pieces all the way to the other end of the board, I cut through some of the beaches, which cut my um, move piece down by one. So I ended up in the number one space when I could have ended up in number four. Yeah. So doing that, it made it easy for you guys to spot me. And then since you spot me pretty early on in the game, I couldn't do anything without you guys finding me easily. So I had to do like three rounds of not actually eating any swimmers or try to avoid your barrels. So that made it really easy for you guys to kind of deduce where I was. And then you were able to um, launch your uh, barrels on me. To be fair, though, we got extremely lucky with the uh, one spotting that finished you off. Because you could have been in like five different zones we were anticipating and we just happened to check the right one um i, I guess like i guess i was going to say that the very first round where you didn't move to quadrant four you're in like quadrant one yeah i feel like i feel like we did a pretty good job of scouting you out too because we we figured like yeah you could have swam there you didn't but w the scouting we did that very first round really helped us figure out where you were and once we figured out where you were it was a lot easier to guess where you're going to go. Exactly. So that really hurt you. Yep. At the same time, though, if we didn't find you, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we we would have then at least still known you were at the other end anyway in that. Because we didn't really tag you in that first one. So. Yeah. I also didn't use my um, shark token, power tokens, as much as I could have. Um, I should have been a little bit proactive with them. And so there's one where I can play it, and if you guys shoot me or use your uh, fish finder or your barrels, I can avoid, I can evade it. Um, and I just didn't use them strategically enough. Yeah, as the as the players or the the humans or whatever, you um, we kind of figured out how where you could possibly be, and because you ate people, and then it was like you could you can be in one of these spots. And we just made an assumption based on like, this would be a good spot. You could be and kind of went there, used the finder intelligently. You said, don't go too far because then it will roll out too much because the finder um, only shows yes if you're close to one of the adjacent spots or it shows where you actually are if you're in that spot. So we could rule out one of them where you're not at. And we didn't, I know you used an ability at the beginning, but we didn't, I don't think we really considered that because we don't know. There's only four abilities and like it could be any of them. And although we know it wasn't the one where you eat all the people because you ate someone at the beginning. But um, because you, I think you, you said you used the speed one. So you could have been way on the other side. We could have been thrown off completely. But yeah, we took a shot at it. 
I think one other cool thing that happened during that round was that we got really lucky with the barrels. We ended up very luckily just tossing it on you twice. Actually, well, sorry, the first time was very lucky, and that actually set up the next time where we caught you. So the next time we caught you, so we knew where you were, so we threw a barrel, and then that act ended. I enjoyed closing beaches. That was my, my one contribution to the game. Okay, so that moves us on to Act 2, the fight on the boat. What I liked about this round, it still gave uh, me a chance, even though I had less abilities to use in the round. Um, it kind of restarts the game, and basically I still had a fighting chance to actually win that act. Um, but obviously I had a handicap because I only had two abilities to year 11 extra gear yeah i mean i i noticed when you were playing you were kind of picking sort of more obvious spots and we were we were going after those so you would get hit and then like i was thinking oh i w if it was me being the shark i'd pick the ones that it's like no you wouldn't go there you know once we started picking up that it takes two damage and you need to roll a two or something like that then i'd be like i'd go there because everyone else wouldn't predict it just because yeah. it's like that's a stupid spot actually in the first two or three rounds i kind of went with what i thought he would do as not the most obvious or, or maybe the middle but not the most obvious and uh i was hitting him for the first two i think at least oh and to be honest even then it didn't matter because frankly we just looked at it as we blanketed all three positions pretty much yeah so we were get, we were getting them in every time it's just a matter of we got lucky with a lot of the rolls too that made the hits where we didn't have to worry about all three of us being there to make those hits. So, I think one one good thing that really went our way again uh, was that John's rolls were really bad, so <laughs> he wasn't breaking apart boats. He wasn't setting water for us, so we we actually could uh, we could easily roam across the boat. That if he was breaking apart the boat very quickly, then it would be harder for us to move to the locations we need to be at to actually hit him. I thought. Um, even though you were handicapped, I thought you actually did make an okay comeback once you're at 15. Yeah. <laughs> once you got hit 15 times, you actually started making a comeback. And we're like, oh, this is probably how the game's supposed to be. Like, yeah. More fair, right? But you can't you can't decide luck. No. Nope. We weren't just feeling sorry for him at that time? No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, you think about how we're supposed to feel in the game, right? So for me... I feel like this game's supposed to have a little bit of a frantic feel for the person that plays the shark. And I definitely felt that in act two. And then once I realized, okay, like, Oh, I've got 15 hits against me. I need to start playing things like where the boat's weaker um, and try to roll. And then I was actually getting, well, I got the one or two rolls um, where I was able to get rid of the boat at that point. Um, but it, it's, it's cool. Cause it's just, it's, it's luck-based, but strategic at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you were just, you're just cutting your teeth as a shark. But I, I felt like... Um... <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'd have to record that. So. Yeah, okay. that's good. And, yeah, and um, I, I, when I started playing, when we started playing, and I realized you can actually destroy parts of the boat, that's when I realized we were using items all over the place, and I was, and I was thinking it'd be smarter to, to sort of hold off to when the shark is 
um, like when a lot of the boats destroyed. So so we have a there's a lower chance that the shark, a higher chance that the shark's going to appear somewhere. So we can just really focus you down, kind of thing. Yeah. Like in a movie, I guess. <laughs> what is your overall thoughts of the theme of this game on the art presentation? I think it reminded me of the movie Jaws. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, what I like about the theme of the game, so obviously the theme is uh, Shark Attack. It did that really well, obviously. I think it had to based off the movie, but the look of the game actually looks like it was from the 70s. Just the way the board feels, the artwork on it um really kind of brought me back to the look of the movie as well this game obviously was like playing two games in one um so maybe we'll start with act one first uh what mechanics worked well and or poorly and uh what really stood out i'd say for the for the for act one it felt more like um The Dracula game there where you had to run around and hide. There's another one, too, that I own. I forget what it's called at the moment. But they they really did that cool run and hide, hide your techniques, but still having to accomplish tasks. And it just felt like it worked, as, even as its own kind of standalone game, which those games are. And then to add in a second act was kind of cool. I thought the game was very much like Battleship, where you um, um, kind of have to guess. So, sorry, the first game? Like both of them, one, both yeah. of them really. It's it's just about, um, you know, battleship. You you take a guess at where the player is, and if you hit them, then you, you know, you can say it's either this way or this way, and they're they're both sort of like that, but different, a slightly different play on it. Yeah, because the ship doesn't move in battleship, right? Right. Yeah. But in this, it was like, in the first one, um, the first stage, he can move around. But he, um, you really just guess where he is, and that's it. Like kind of. Whereas in the second one, yeah, it says where he's gonna be in a sense, so you, you kind of take a guess. So it was a little easier, but a little more interesting. And uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a cool mechanic that they did. They, I felt like they just took Battleship and had a little fun play with that. Yeah, and in the second stage, it might be a little easier to know where he is, but he's got more powerful abilities. Um, any comments on the first stage? Uh, yeah, I was going to say the games that I was looking for was Fury of Dracula, that it really represents, and uh, Specter Ops. You know what? Yeah, Specter Ops for sure. Yeah, Fury of Dracula, mm-hmm. same thing, right? You were Jack Dracula running around doing things. The actions you did would give away kind of where you were, but then they had to tra- track down where you were going, which is kind of the same idea. So it was, uh, like I say, it kind of gave that whole feel, which was kind of cool, which those games did well on their own, let alone this had a whole second act, so. All right, what about, um, what about Act 2? How did you guys feel that played out? What mechanics stood out? What worked poorly? What didn't work? What worked great? Hold on, I'm trying to look for like the exact mechanic that um, I'm thinking of. I would say... Um, I, think, I think that one thing that was interesting that I want to bring up is that because we successfully... Um, beat the shark really quickly I felt like the second act obviously was easier like a lot easier but I actually kind of felt bad for you John <laughs> I felt at times you're just like 
you look very frustrated. You're like, yeah. I can't roll anything. I just, you know, I got hit within three rounds. Like you seemed a little frustrated and I did notice I'm like, if you did play the other one well, then you would have the big advantage. So we had uh, what seven cards each or something. Yeah, I think everyone had eleven. The eleven crew cards because I only ate one swimmer in their first round, right? So I had two shark abilities, and you guys had eleven crew cards or whatever they're called. Right, and if you did really well in that first act, then you would have had like eleven shark cards, and yeah, we would have ten had... and three. Yeah, so I think they aim to be like in the middle. I think this game would have been a lot more like because because even as even as us shark hunters, I felt really like like oh this is so easy yeah <laughs> we're just gonna just demolish you on the second act and we did yeah right? we did and we didn't I mean like I, like we said he did start to come back he started to demolish the boat it got uh, it got to be to the point where you were using your abilities a bit better too. Uh, where you change spots all of a sudden and got to really start throwing those into the mix. I think that the overwhelming odds of the cards that we had made the difference, but I don't feel like, I mean, we it was a landslide in the way of the wind to an extent, but it didn't go as quickly or anything else as it really could have. I mean, the dice rolls weren't necessarily hugely in our favor as they weren't for you, so nothing went fast one way or the other. There's still some chance. There's still... Even though if you win the first act, there's no guarantee you're going to win the second act either, which is what I kind of liked about that. Yeah, once we flipped over to act two and John explained the abilities and stuff, it felt like this, it was going to be an epic boss fight. And even though it was kind of one-sided, it still felt like that. And another uh, part of this game that I really enjoyed is that you don't have to play the both acts of the game. Um, if you want, you can just have act one as the game and then um i'm not sure how act two would work if you're just playing that part maybe you can just split you know even even it up uh with the abilities and the uh, crew cards which is kind of cool so you can kind of pick and choose how you want to play it's kind of like if we had a third act you could be like i want act one you want act two we have to decide an act three that'd be kind of cool is that like sharknado act or something where he kind of like flies out of water and he attacks <laughs> airplanes or something <laughs> what was your strategy i guess we should divide this up basically because there's a shark and then the three of us uh for me in act one my strategy didn't work obviously i picked the beach that had the most swimmers on it right away and i took one of those out um and then my strategy was to use one of my uh power tokens to evade the beach what beach where i was and then once you guys kind of figure out where I was the first round, I was trying to sneak, slowly sneak away. Um, and then I was going to try to attack swimmers as I went along. Um, but unfortunately, any beach that there was a swimmer, there was also one of you guys in the area. So if I would have been able, if I would have swam into that area, ate a swimmer and swam out, I would have been in one of three spaces. Um, so I can only move one space at a time, right? So made it a little difficult for me and then for act two um my strategy at first was to try to knock out the boat and then once i was getting you guys hit me pretty uh early on in the game i lost a, probably about almost half my life in the first couple rounds 
um it was to like really pick the cards that had the most dice um for the chance to destroy the boat more but i was just rolling like garbage <laughs> we know yes <laughs> i almost flipped the table <laughs> especially when you have like three rolls and they're like all zeros yeah <laughs> but i think that's what like the purpose of the game is like that's what creators of this game wanted us to feel like if you do roll a really shitty roll like you want to get mad at it because you feel like you shouldn't get three zeros out of of, you know three dice but it happens and you just get angry yeah like it's it's like they're trying to make you be the shark and you're trying to eat these people and and realize how frustrating it really is because people are hard to to eat i guess i never really tried that yeah we should we should uh (laughs) experiment that uh uh, you know make that experiment out in public who wants to go first that's that's weird that's weird but i like how you just started later on you started just doing different moves just for the halibut (laughs) (laughs) so okay so what about us um i noticed that the, the two people who were really in charge, Bill, Bill seemed to be really leading us, Shark Hunters, being as the main character that he was. Um, me and Novi were uh, making, trying to figure out shark puns in the background. And, <laughs> that uh, paid off. Matt was a little bit more, uh, was a little more into it. So, Yeah, for Act 1, I would say Bill and Morosky led the way and... I mean, I agreed with what they were doing with you, their you, strategy. You, you so did I, nothing. That's what you did. Okay. I see. Yeah, I just followed along and <laughs> they, they knew what was going on. And you know what? In Act Two, but Act, Act was Two superstar. Yeah, there. Act yeah. Two, we were we were into it. I think. Yeah, I think with Act One, the the key for each of us had our own roles that we had to play, like getting the barrels, getting them to you guys to do the damage that you had to do to get them out quick. Uh, we also like closing the beaches, limiting his options to where he could go, helped us contain where he was going to be getting Matt to, to really ping the waters and see where he was at so that you guys could target the right places and just really focusing that all down seemed to make the big difference in act one In act two. I mean, I don't think the strategy was as important on our end because of the amount of weapons we had. And I think that's where it became easier for us, but it was just kind of divide and conquer every time for the first little bit. It was like, all right, I'll take this one. You take this one. And then yeah, fill the third one just so that we can really hit them with the net, hit them with the, those long-lasting effects, effects that hook him. And then once he's got that hook on, oh, the next place is where he's going to try to shake it off. So now we can kind of focus down. And that seemed to really help. I thought it was cool in the first act and in the second act, not as much, that we all kind of had roles where the first act, you guys were, you were Brody, I was Hooper, and you were Quint? Quint? Quint. Quint, Quint yeah. And uh, Quint was about dropping barrels and in his boat, I was about... Del- delivering barrels and and doing the sonar thing and then Brody was about just running barrels kind of around so that was kind of cool and I, I thought immediately we need to focus on our roles and do what you're supposed to do do what you're told damn it that's why I, I liked about this game it kind of takes a bunch of different mechanics uh from games so there's like grid movement um worker placement um and stuff like that and just in one game to do it cohesively um, in one game where it doesn't seem messy, um, I think they executed it well. Yeah, I thought the the teamwork in Act One was really was really good because you really had to rely on each other to because like even um, Jay was arguing with you a little bit, Bill, about strategy. He was like, "Oh, you gotta 
no, make sure we use the, the binoculars all the time. And I'm like, I mean, he's kind of right. Like, you need to make sure you use those special abilities as much as possible because that's what your main guy's supposed to be doing, right? Jay always looked too far ahead. He does. <laughs> yeah, no, the other thing I was going to say is with the rules, it kind of made it feel like Forbidden Island or for, Forbidden uh, Dessert, as we like to call it. Mm, tasty. Um, <laughs> but no, you really did have to focus those rules. I found that the binoculars as a strong point as they could have been um it wasn't as helpful where we were because we had the ideas of where he was and we had beaches closed in the sector that we kind of were in so we used it the one out of like four rounds um it didn't seem as practical as say closing the beach and giving them less options how long did it take to learn and how long do you think a replay session would take i think it took us about two hours to fully read the rules and play the game um, but I read the rules for each act as we played the act. And you and you also read the rules beforehand too, so you probably had a little bit of an idea of what we're going to do. So I thought the game was well designed in that it had cards telling us what your actions could be and stuff. I felt that was easy to learn. Some of the things you were reading, I'm like, I see it on the card. You don't need to read this. It says do a move, do this. You can do four things. So I thought I, I thought it was quick to pick up. How long do you think it would take to replay? Probably like... I'm going to say like half an hour, I'm going to guess. I would, I'm going to say like an hour. but Yeah, I'd peg it for like an hour, and I think if we were to replay it right now, we can just do it super quick. Yeah. And then we don't have to like stop and read all the rules through the acts and stuff, right? I think like I think one thing, because Act 1 went so quick, I think that that probably made the game slightly, I'm going to put this in quotes, shorter for us. If it had gone you know, to a mid-game, I think it would be a little bit longer. And that's what I was going to say. I, I would think that, to be honest, the gameplay would probably take as long, like less with the learning side of it and reading instructions, but the initial act would have went farther. Uh, the second act may have very well went farther as well or shorter, depending. So it probably would have worked out close to the same, I think. I feel that if act one went a little bit more my way, not say, not necessarily saying that I would have won the round, um, if we would have evened up the abilities that i would have got the shark abilities are actually pretty pretty good um so i feel like the damage i could have done to to your boat would have been or to your characters in act two would have been better for me so i think maybe act two would have shortened up a little bit yeah i mean it was the first time we played this and now that you as a shark player or if someone else plays as the shark we would have known a little better how it works and i think it would have lasted longer just you would have known evade them at this time go somewhere where they wouldn't guess but it's not obvious blah 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 so i think it could have went on longer stress so at any point in this game are you stressed out not at all <laughs> that was sarcasm by the way yes ah. sharkasm sharkasm <laughs> oh man keep uh, coming yes i think when during act two when i kept rolling garbage roll after garbage roll after garbage roll i was just like hey i'm actually done and you know the famous board game table flip you know it just it gets really frustrating when you're trying to when you in your mind you want to do a certain thing the luck of the dice roll puts any strategy out the window because it's all based on luck with these rolls and it made me so angry which is good i like i like games that have a little bit of luck in that so i like that element did you feel engaged? Like, did you, when other people, when it was the shark's turn, how did we feel? When when, when it was our turn, how did, did you feel bored? Or did you feel... During Act 1, when I was kind of playing my... Uh, when I was trying to figure out my uh, my moves, 
Um, I feel you guys did a really good job of doing one step ahead of the game, trying to like, while I'm doing my moves, you, you were discussing what you guys wanted to do. So I think that made the game a little bit quicker. So I think that was cool. Uh, I feel like act two, it was, it went by really quick cause you guys were working as a team trying to figure out where I was going to pop up. And, uh, so I feel like I, I thought I wasn't going to be engaged as much as I wa was when I was reading the rules. So that kind of surprised me. Yeah, I'd say it was engaging because we're working as a team and the turns are quick and we're just kind of building off of each other, following what each other's doing and then taking our own turn. Yeah, I mean, as the as the player side, I thought that we all had to be engaged because we're all essentially working together and doing one turn. And I'm a little surprised. I thought John was going to be bored the whole time playing as the shark because you're just kind of like, I know the next move is going to be this or whatever, and you sit there bored. But it was curious to see you paying attention to us, planning our strategy, and being like, ah, I'm going to do something else. Okay, so rules, uh, there, there was a lot. Was it clear and easy to understand? Could you, did we have any variations to that? No, I don't believe we've played enough to have a variation yet. Um, I don't know if you really could get into too many of them, uh, other than the idea of, like John was saying, you know, doing just part one if you wanted to shorten it down or just doing act two. Uh, but beyond that, it seemed pretty straightforward. It seemed like the mechanics worked well to where you really, I can't see cutting anything or adding much from what I see. The rules, when I was reading them from the book, seemed like a lot. But as Matt said earlier, maybe I was reading them and didn't have to. So going through like what each character can do on their moves kind of just made the rules drawn out a little bit. I think it was a little overwhelming at first. But when you get into the game, it's actually quite easy to play through. I feel like a lot of games are like that. A lot of games, you know, they have like the summer, the summary and you can easily understand it. And This game was pretty typical right a lot of rules but everything is summed up very well on your on your sheet so that you could play it quicker it's a very graphical game and i thought that um the rules themselves made sense like when you attack with a melee weapon you have to be adjacent that kind of you, you know you, there were a lot of rules it's describing that but i thought yeah it, make, it makes sense you see it and a gun can shoot anywhere things like that would you play it again <laughs> and what is your overall impression? Well, I'm going to say right now I plan on fully going out and buying this game next week. So I think that answers that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to play it again. I had a, I, As frustrated as I was, I feel like I want to play it again as the shark. But I also want to play as one of the uh, human characters as well. So you can, I can get the other element of it as well. Kind of reminds me of Left 4 Dead when um, you can be <laughs> like the monsters and... and um, this is kind of like that. It's like, I want to beat the shark. I want to play this again. I want to eat some people. It'd be great. Live out my childhood dream being a shark. Eating people? I <laughs> thought <laughs> your childhood dream is being a ninja turtle, but that's mm, cool. Yeah, there's too many. His Dinosaur, ga too. Murawski's gaming alias is Cannibal Bob. And also... <laughs> I would uh, definitely play this game again. And just like Matt, I'd want to play the shark because I'd want to see the other side of it. And uh, definitely, I would I would hope to play a more even game. I wouldn't want to be uh, dominating as a shark, and I wouldn't want to be dominating as uh, the humans as we did this game. So I think more of an even game would be a lot more fun. But overall, it was good. If that happens, though, there's no way in hell we're taking it easy on you, so you're going to get dominated. <laughs> Throwing that out there. Who would you recommend this game to, or who would you not recommend this game to? I just recommend it. 
to anybody, especially like people who are in groups that regularly play board games should play this game at least once. I'm definitely going to bring it home, play with my family. I feel like um, it's not a short game. So if you're, if you don't have a lot of time, then it wouldn't be the game you'd want to play, but it definitely is a game that everyone would enjoy if you have the time to play it. Yeah, I do feel that it's one of those games that I, I really enjoy it, but I think it's best played with four. I mean, when you do have two people teaming up on a character, it, it, it's, I don't think there's a whole lot of discussion that has to happen to where both people are going to feel totally engaged the whole time. Uh, the first time through, it's cool because you're learning the rules and it's you know it's a good way to learn it for everybody at once. But I do feel that four is the best thing. So, I mean, it's better for smaller groups, right? You start getting into bigger ones, you probably want to find something with five to six players or whatever. Most importantly, uh, could you play this drunk? Probably. You could, but would you do well? That's another question. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of strategy, so I don't think drunkenness is going to give you a win at the end. Hard no. The game, like, literally changes the rules halfway through, and, you know, you're struggling to keep up with the plethora of rules at the beginning. And I, I don't know. Me being hammered. No, I wish I'd be a hammerhead shark. That's not an option. There's only the great white or whatever. Great white. You were uh, you were two beers in. So, I mean, you did kind of slow down your drinking a bit. I did notice that. I am always two beers in. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> We should still try it sometime, though. All right, bust out the whiskey. I mean, I ain't got nothing going whiskey. on tomorrow, so. <laughs> and me neither. So, do you remember the Super Bowl in which Katy <laughs> Katy Perry sang, and there was that one person in the shark costume? <clears throat> left shark. Left shark. How do you think that person's life has turned out right now? <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're talking about. I'm not a sports You never guy. seen it? You never seen it? I bet that person's in deep water right now. <laughs> oh my god. I've had enough of you guys. <laughs> Can't take it anymore. That's it. My, These puns are finished. Mic drop. Um, wow, I, I think... No, you know what? No, that's not the question. The question is... <laughs> The question is, would that guy play this game with us? Could be a, a woman. Could that person? person play that game with us? Maybe they self-identify as a shark. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Person Come on down. Popularity. Just yeah, if you're listening to this, if you're one of the seven listeners, please drop us a line. It was a life-changing moment. For all of us. I got a question for you. How, do you, how would you defend yourself uh, if you were ever attacked by a shark. Punch him in the nose. Yep. <laughs> uh, I would probably just let the attack happen naturally. And... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> Are you trying to get into my mind? No, I just feel like uh, in the moment if you're being attacked by a shark... Are you really going to have enough time? Are you really going to have enough time to think about your your exit plan? I feel like I'm just like, uh, you know, I mean, I've never hopefully never will have to be in that situation, but I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? 
Well, if you if you are, then you're just gonna let the shark have its way with you. You know, I would try to get away, but like re- realistically, I'd be in so much pain. I'd, I'd go into shock and probably just die anyway. That's oddly reminiscent of how this game went for you, John. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm letting the feelings of that uh, skew my answer. Well, a little bit of a little bit of shark anatomy. What's the soft piece of flesh between a shark's teeth called? The slowest swimmer. <laughs> From all of us at Friday Night Games, thank you for checking out our podcast. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, or visit our website at www.fridaynightgames.com. Also, please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, we plan to release two to three podcasts a month, and we hope to keep you listening. If you have any questions or comments you want us to address on our show personally, please post one of our socials, and we'll get back to you.